Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We, we try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Come on, get in. (laughs) Hello, mister. Listen, I'm Nicole. This is the big chat. And today I'm talking to Tom Swift. Come on. Hello, Tom. Hello, my darling. You're all right. (laughs) I mean, that was the best start I've had to date. It's the best start you've ever had. The best. That was phenomenal. This is Mr. Tom Swift. Welcome to the big chat. I'm so excited to talk to you in your studio. I've really got some studio envy going on here. Right, I know. Tell me about it. I've got lights and everything. Where are your lights? <laughs> I actually don't really have much of a light off that I can put on here, but I would no. love to see some of your lights. Could you? No. You know, just before we get started, go on, show, show me some. So, I've got to go in the room and press the buttons, you see. This is amazing. It all, I goes, love this. it all gets ruined, you see. Yeah. Well, right. I'm you'll very have to, you'll impressed. You'll have to wait until you play the game. Okay. Mm. I've, yeah. I've got a feeling I'll be playing that quite soon. You will. Take, take, take a seat, sir. Take a seat. Oh, you thank know. you. That's very kind of you. <laughs> in your very, is that a pink leather chair you've got there? No, it's a uh, white leather. White leather. Yeah, white only the best, leather only the best here. Only the best. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know Tom Swift, I mean, I would hope that most people would know who the legend that is Tom Swift is. He is very well known for Wicked Productions, which produces, uh, I think, the best pantomimes that I've ever seen, for sure. Oh, thanks. Very kind of you. Tunbridge Wells as well. He's very well known for Clue Cracker Rooms. And more recently, which was one of the reasons I'm very excited about talking to him again, the game show live which is his latest venture tom how are you tell us a bit about what you've been up to <laughs> i'm good well you. last time i spoke to you obviously it was the start of uh, of sort of the lockdown last year wasn't it like it was. the uh, sort of mid mid of that lockdown so uh, since then we've just literally tried our best to come up with ideas to keep going really and keep creative so uh, this is the latest venture. I mean, obviously, theatres are shut, so we can't do anything there. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of a guaranteed thing that was actually going to happen, you know, without anybody saying we can't go ahead or 
can't have audience members because everybody's on Zoom. So obviously, um, this seemed the, the right thing to do uh, at the start of this um, third lockdown was to try and keep some entertainment going for people at home and for them to be guaranteed to actually be able to come and, and play it and do it, you know, without that stress of walking into a theatre or cinema at the moment, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah. Because yeah. you opened back up, didn't you, Tom? You t- Obviously, like you said, the f- first time we spoke, it was the beginning of lockdown. It was a big shock for everybody. We were a little bit sombre, weren't we? We, 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 were a li- we weren't our normal chipper cells, put it that way. But, we've, we, you, you know, you certainly got clue cracker rooms was open, wasn't it? You reopened in September and you had a lot of people coming in and... You yeah, we packed, actually opened. We opened July fourth when we were allowed oh, to yes. open with uh, hospitality, restaurants, and pubs, and and everyone. So we were able to open then, and um, we got um, we had a second escape room open then as well, which was really nice. And then we had this shop over the road that we had to start building in. So we started building in this shop um, around July, and then this opened the, the a new escape room opened in this shop on October the tenth, and then we yeah. closed on November the second. <laughs> We were open for three weeks. Yay. You were very busy in those three weeks, weren't you? Really, really busy, actually. Yeah, because it was half term as well. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the new game in this shop is uh, like a more of a family game. It's more of a sort of crystal maze, uh, sort of Goonies slash uh, Indiana yeah. Jones sort of game. So oh. um, people love it because obviously families can play. And it's very, very physical, this, this room here. So, uh, yeah, it was packed, absolutely rammed. So fingers crossed, people still want to get out and have a bit of fun when we're all over this, I hope. Of course hope. they will, Tom. Of course mm. they will. And you, I mean, look, and the, this, I, I just love this. Seeing you surrounded by lights in your, in your jacket. This is just my favourite today. I mean, I, you know I'm all about experiences. It's, Tom's also the commentator of our well-loved soapbox of Tunbridge Wells. So I just, I, I don't know what to expect next from you, Tom. I really don't. You never cease to amaze me. I don't know. I just literally, I go to sleep going, what can I do to try and keep busy and uh, keep food on the table? And uh, obviously, um, I think my sector's probably been the hardest hit. You know, obviously, yes. you hear about pubs and restaurants being hit, but they, they were still allowed to open, really, you know? Yeah. Um, and theatre hasn't really opened again. So that's my main sort of job. So um, yeah. anything to sort of uh, keep busy and um, try and, and keep creative in these times, I think. And also to look back on when um, hopefully in 2036, when we're over this, you know, <laughs> um, we can uh, look back and go, you know what, we, uh, we did a lot in that time and we, we stayed creative and we stayed sane and we all, we all put our heads together and, uh, and cracked on. So, yeah. And you've created something, I think, you know, you should be very proud of yourself because what you've created here is, is fabulous. And I've spoken to lots of people that have done the game show already. I'm, I think I'm due to go on later with you. I'm really excited about it. But everyone's loving it, Tom. They're really enjoying it. And at Christmas, when we were able to watch your pantomime, you know, you, you still released the show, but it was just we weren't able to come and see you in the flesh. But you still did. That was really well received as well, wasn't it? That was yeah. really... For me to be able to still watch you in Panto with my family at Christmas was really special. So you really have delivered to the public still what they've needed and given them that uplift because it has been tough for you and it's been tough for a lot of people. Yeah, I was saying, saying to a family who played, it, uh, played the game show the other night and uh, they were just, you know, laughing and really crying with laughter and having a great time, you know, and... Uh, 
And it, it was just really good to feel, to, to think that during these times, even though we're a relatively small business, that we're still, you know, bringing a little bit of light relief to those families that need it, you know, during these times, because there hasn't been much laughter, you know. So, um, and other people have said, you know, it feels like an actual night out doing this, you know, it feels because they're all getting dressed up, everyone's getting dressed up, and we send everyone a uh, little name badge to print out, and they can write their name badge so they feel like they're doing a proper game show, you know, and... Uh, and they, they just feel like they're actually having a night out and something to look forward to. So if, if anything, you know, um, hopefully people have had a really nice memory of us in their lives during these times. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a privilege to do, you know. Obviously, it's not making millions, but um, it's keeping us going, keeping us busy, you know, which is, is the main thing. Yeah. And also, I would say that people have really got to know you through this period of time, because actually being able to interact with you on something like this, a lot of people might have seen you on stage at your pantomime or they might have heard you commentating or doing whatever you've done in your but not actually had an experience of talking to you and interacting with you Tom Swift the person or your team so that's quite a new thing that is true actually yeah you're absolutely right yeah I guess they they see me in a sort of scripted way uh, obviously I mess about a lot but they yeah I don't have one-on-one with an audience member um I mean I pick on people in the audience but I never sort of <laughs> stop and chat to them for 10 minutes yeah, yeah. but um you know, I don't really get a chance to do that in the game show, to be fair. You know, I say hello to everybody at the start and have a little chat to them. But um, I don't get to just sort of uh, talk to them, you know, personally, you know, as like like this. But um, yes, they do get to sort of chat to me and, and interrupt Personal me. Host. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, they, they and we've, we've done a lot of kids, um, kids game shows as well, you know, and that. They've really enjoyed having their birthday with us and things like that. Lots of celebrations and things, which has been nice that people still could do a birthday party with all their friends and family on Zoom and um, and it'd be and it'd be a bit of an event for them, you know. So it's been so great. Tell me how this idea came about. I mean, I we we all know you're very creative. We've talked to you in the past about how you got into this. Cre- you know, you you are you're incredible. so creative. You are you're so creative. Oh my goodness, <laughs> oh, so creative. How did you come up with this idea, Tom? When uh, it did was, it come up? It was about three in the morning. So um, what happened? Um, we finished uh, the stream, the panto stream finished, and yeah. then um, the lockdown uh, number three hit. And uh, I think I was just thinking, what could we do just to keep busy, really? Because I had yeah. nothing in the diary whatsoever, nothing. And um, And then about three in the morning... I was actually originally thinking about doing a live escape room in wow. the room that we're in now, which was going to be based on um, like a hostage in a room sort of situation where, you know, someone's on a chair sort of padlocked or whatever to the chair and a, just like a, a, a light on him. And, you know, you've got cameras and then everyone start, comes on Zoom and helps him get out of this situation. You know, that was the original idea I had about three in the morning. But then I thought... Well, that's fine, but you can only play that one time. You can only play it once, right? Yeah. So you, you can play it once and then, and it only really sort of appeals to our escape room fans, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, then I was thinking, well, what is what's something that could be interactive, fun, uh, families could play, and also it appeals to our uh, panto sort of side yeah. of things. And then the game show just went, well, right, right, that, well, that, that would work really well, you know, because we could also, which we have already, we've got two different versions of the game show. We've got the old version, which is the one you'll be playing tonight. <laughs> Thanks, um, Tom. <laughs> well, it's not, not the bad version. I mean, it's, I just, it's the original version of the game show. And yeah. people have come back to play it twice. Or they've, 
they played with their friends and family and then they said to others, oh, we must do this. And then they booked it, you know. So say, say a family member booked it and you've joined the Zoom call for the game yeah. show. You've enjoyed it. You've then gone, all right, well, I'll get my friends and family in. So, That's you know, we've had, we've had loads of those. So we've obviously had to change uh, to make a different game show for that as well. So we've got two different versions now. So, yeah, so... And, and that's that's the, the great thing about it because obviously other people can play it twice if they want to and the and the escape room like a live escape room wouldn't really work in that no. respect. No, and you've got how many? T- you've got up to six six teams, isn't it? Is that yeah, the same we, for kids as well? Yeah, we we have done a corporate where we had sixteen screens wow. um, a couple of weeks back, which was fun. Um, but that was a two hour version, so. Um, yeah, uh, the more players, the the longer it takes because obviously you're going through all their questions and answers. And well, it's not many questions in it. You'll see later on. I can't give too much away, but I know it's... you're. I'm, I'm working you. You know I am. I'm trying to get inside information here. I'm not yeah, working. but it's not just a quiz show. I'm not just literally sitting here going and <laughs> tell me the capital of this play because that'll just be boring. So yeah. we've got some really great rounds. We've got like catchphrase and uh, family fortunes, and we've got like a missing lyric round where we all have a little sing-song and a bit of karaoke. Um, and then we have a great finale round, which I'm not going to tell you about. But, um, yeah, everyone's, uh, everyone's really involved with that. So, it's, it's a, it's, you know, everyone can play it. And it's not, it's not, there's not a point where it's boring, you know, where you're just answering questions, which is great. And this is all, I mean, I'm getting the feeling here, like when, when you talk about um, Indiana Jones and the Goonies, I mean, they're all my favourites too. And all these you, catchphrase, is this... This inspiration, is it coming, is these all things that you've loved in your lifetime and sort of really pulled on those resources and thought, right, what can I put this into sort of a modern day version almost, isn't it? Well, I think with um, the Temple Quest escape room here, I mean, let's, let's, it's not just me, by the way. It's not just me running all this stuff. You know, <laughs> there are other wonderful, talented people. So yes. here at the uh, escape rooms, we have um, a wonderful couple called Ben and Katie who yeah. uh, are part of the team. And then we have Ish as well, who runs um, St. John's Yard and the yeah. Shuffle House as well. So he, we're all part of the escape room company um, and we all work really hard. But um yeah, when we're coming up with ideas for escape rooms, I guess, one, they have to be immersive, so you feel like you're, you're in that scenario. Two, they need to be fun. And three, they need to be really good games and a really good ending to it, you know? So um, with the family game here, the Temple Quest, yeah, I, I, just, I just draw on things that I love. Like, The Goonies was one of my favourite movies. I mean, Me you, how could you not love it? I mean, you know, for kids, it's, it's just brilliant. I mean, quite yeah. scary as well, you know, with that, yeah. that sloth character and things. But, I love him. Oh, by the end of it, you love him, don't you? But at the start, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. But um, yeah, Indiana Jones, all those things. um, um, National Treasure as well. That was a good, that was a great Disney. Um, So all those sort of things where there's uh, booby traps and things to sort out. Sort of, I love all that. So um, yeah, we put it all into this escape room here and it it looks beautiful. Um, You haven't seen it yet, have you? I haven't seen it yet. I mean, how long does it take you to create these kind of games and these experiences Tom is it something because obviously I mean with the pantomimes when you write the panto how long can that take because that because you've well a panto takes uh, all year it takes all year to really yeah. put together but um uh, the escape rooms we all sit down first of all just sit down have a chat about ideas suggestions theming themes you know themes for for a room we were originally going to do our second room was going to be a, a haunted sort of scary room called yeah Abigail's Attic, which we um, we decided not to do in the end because obviously 
it's not very family orientated. And, and when we're telling people we're going to do a haunted one, they were thinking, a lot of people went, oh, no, I don't really want to do that. Is it scary? Okay. And we're like, yeah, there's going to be a few jump, jump bits in it. And they were like, no, we, we won't be doing that. And I was like, okay, so let's listen to what people want. And uh, then we came up with this idea. Obviously, the second one, which was Diamond Dogs, came up with the idea of a, a jewelry heist where all the family could feel like they're actually stealing a diamond from a... Uh, a jewellers in Tunbridge Wells um, and that that's just great it's really immersive and fun and yeah. then this one basically you just sit down we have a chat we go what would be a good theme what would look great when you're in a room and then the temple just sort of thought you know the temple idea just sort of came and um, and then we go from there we come up with the games first and then I go away with a friend of mine who's a, a fantastic illustrator and we yeah. sit down and we actually draw all the the designs of the rooms Wow. And then um, then we get the team together and, and crack on. And it takes, well, it took us July the 1st we got in into the shop and it was open October 10th and we were here every single day. So, yeah, it took July, August, September. It took three, three months, just over three months to build and create this one here. So this has been something, it's been a great creative output for you as well, hasn't it, through lockdown? Because lockdown, I mean, we've had this discussion before where half of it is just not being able to do anything is frustrating, not just from a financial point of view, taking care of your family, taking care of your finances, but also literally it's what we do. It's what we love what we do and you can't do it. That doesn't make for happy people. So this must have been brilliant to have this as well, Tom, because you you do enjoy it. (laughs) I I don't think I've done as much in the last year than I have ever, to be honest, you know. Um, And I think that's just for my mental health as well, you know. I mean... Uh, everyone uh, deals with things differently. But I think um, if I wasn't busy and I wasn't staying sort of creative, then, um, yeah, then I, and just sit, you know, sitting there doing nothing, I think uh, it would be really hard on, on me, to be honest. So, yes, yeah. it's, been, it's been an absolute blessing. I mean, it's been tough because, obviously, we, um, when we were first uh, back in last February, when we started building the second escape room, you know, the company was doing relatively well you know yeah. it, was, it was busy and it was time to expand so not only did we start building a second escape room we then took on a shop before the first lockdown so we took on that with a big lease big business rates to pay that sort of thing you know because we we were doing well and we wanted to you know expand, expand obviously yeah. you know and um um when it all hit you know it was tough because we we literally spent all our money it, it gone you know so um uh thankfully with uh with a bit of a determination you know we didn't pay ourselves to build it or design it or whatever we just cracked on and and um we survived basically on on savings and any grants that the guys could grab or anything yeah. that we could find uh any help with and and that's how we've survived really to, to up to this point and what and would you say i mean what would you say you've really sort of learned about yourself in the last year tong so we're going to get an announcement later on today obviously this might not be aired the, the same day but we're going to find out later when we can open back up and we all hope that it's going to be soon what have you really learned about yourself would you say in the last year going through all of this um i mean you 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 know me quite well i mean i, I didn't take it well at the beginning you know i didn't take it well at the beginning but then when you uh, when you go home and and you see your family and you you realize how blessed you are uh, as a person to have what you have you know um and i and i say it to a lot of people a lot of people have moaned a lot um about homeschooling and things like that. i know it's difficult and with, without a doubt it's difficult but 
we don't live in Syria, you know, we're not living in Syria Absolutely. where we're being bombed every day mm. and, and we're, we're uh, scared for our, you know, our children's lives, you know, we're, we're not in that situation. We're very blessed yeah. to live where we live, you know. But then again, we have those stresses of, of paying our bills and big bills and things like that. And maybe if we lived all on an island and we built our own houses out of wood and had no stress and just had to, you know, spear a boar every night, you know, we might, we might all not have these stresses as well. You know, I, th yeah. I think that way of life where you have no stress of paying bills and, and trying to get money and just, you know, living as a tribe, I think is probably paradise, you know, but we do have that. We have those stresses. So obviously you've got to make money and, and survive but I think what it's taught me mostly really is is that um and this is not in an arrogant way at all but um if I can survive for a pandemic then I'm gonna be okay in the future you know Absolutely. I think I think that's that's the main thing and also um uh my I have a very um, I have an amazing wife who is completely supportive she hasn't seen me really for the last year and she's been home with our um two and a half year old you know running around and uh, and causing havoc and obviously my wife can't go out and do anything or mm. um go go with her to to the zoo or do any sort of you know or or have childcare with the grandparents you know we haven't done any of that so she's been very understanding and I think um it, I think it's just it just shows that yes pull up your socks and you can still you can still crack on and be creative and um and be proud of everything that you do so and I just I, you know and actually, yeah, I think, you know, I, I know your wife, she's she is wonderful and you have got a supportive family, but also must be very proud of you because I think, like you say, it did hit us, it hit a lot of us in different different times, different places. And some of us show when it hurts more than others. You know, it's it's always it's not always what you see, is it? It's not always the smiley faces that we show isn't always what we're feeling underneath it all. But actually powering on through and being determined and, and keeping on going is a strength that I think you're fortunate to have it and I, I'm fortunate to have it and I think it's a great gift to be able to share with other people because things like the game show live now that you're doing what a wonderful thing to give people I mean I'm literally that music just came on at the beginning I'm so excited I'm putting that before my own show music I mean it's just it's fabulous and it's already got me very excited and that's we need that. That's what we're missing at the moment, isn't it? Without yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And I, you know, it's not all about being ambitious in your life because you you know, if a, a pandemic can come along and just um, put a stop to that, so yeah. you know, you then you know, but it's it's hard where what with our lives because obviously we have to earn money to survive. Yeah. Um, which means you're away from your family, um, but uh, you are trying to survive to get to that point where you can spend more time with your family, right? Yeah. So it's just this catch-22 of like working really hard to make sure you earn enough to be able to pay for everything and you've got a roof over your head. Yeah. Uh, or you, and you're earning enough to try and um, um, get to a stage where you can start moving away from work a bit more and spend more time with them. So it's, it's, it's tricky, you know. But, um, you know, I, I, yes, I think we're very lucky to live where we are, you know, and... Um, and uh, it's been it's been tough on on a lot of people, of course. But um, you know, we should look at, at at the bright side of things as well of of having our friends and family and um, and a roof over our heads and 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 hot water. 
Absolutely. And as you say, it's perspective. I think it is getting things into perspective. Without doubt, yeah. And I think some people are better at keeping perspective than others. And I think sometimes some people need a bit of a nudge. But ultimately, I think any kind of joy that you can bring in, especially with this, is something you can do with your family, which is great. I think, is this something that we can see? Is this going to stay? I mean, do you think things are going to change? If we can go back out there and everything opens up again, what's what does the landscape look like for you, Tom, in the future? Is it these going to be more things that you start to do, or are you going to wait and see how well the minute develop? the minute planes can fly again, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going because I'll see you there. <laughs> no, yes. um, in all seriousness, um, <laughs> where do I see? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what what's going to happen next. All I know is I've survived the last year. So anything else that comes um next uh i think we'll be able to uh crack on you know yeah. so um that for me feel i'm in a much better place now in my head knowing that um you know we can keep this set up we can keep all this you know yeah. we can stay here and if there's another lockdown we can go right let's uh let's redo another game show let's bring some more laughter to people you know Absolutely. so you know um there's all that and with panto as well you know if we can't put Panto on with an audience this this Christmas, then we will film another one to keep Brilliant. people entertained for Christmas. You know, we'll we'll keep going as long as we can until um until we can't, basically. So would yeah. you would you say in your lifetime, certainly sort of if you look at it from a career point of view, Tom, have what's what's been the sort of hardest point for you? Would you say this has been one of the hardest points in your career, lifetime career or uh we're not going to go negative, but just no. Just... Let's not go negative. Yes, I would. I would we say can share a gritty bit. I would say, yeah, probably halfway through that that first lockdown was probably uh, the hardest point. Yeah, I think it was because um, it's because I know what it was, and it and, and I pinpointed it, which is great. Is because for the last sort of nine years, I have literally spent every hour trying to build up the businesses that I had, you know? Yeah. So I was up till three in the morning working really hard. I didn't have a, any team around me really at the start. Didn't have a big team. So it was just me every night working mm. all the, just to try and, you know, give us a better future. Um, and I was getting to the point, right, where all my hard work was starting to pay off. So the pantomimes were starting to build an audience. People were really yeah. enjoying it. Every year there was more people coming. Um, the escape rooms were doing really well um um and and we're getting to a point where we could actually start paying ourselves for the work yeah. right yeah. um so everything was sort of coming literally that january after panto which was one of our busiest ever you know we got to that point where i could i started going right now i can step aside a little bit get more people in i could get a co-producer to help me um and give me yearly wage i could get a marketing manager in to give me um a bit of time off you know and i can actually start now uh, having a bit more of a life and then boom you know that, <laughs> that just completely went shattered on the floor and i had to go back to square one so um but like i said my wife's beautiful she you know i i say to her look i've got this idea I wake up at three in the morning, I write them down and she said, well, go back to bed, what have you, and then in the morning I, I get up and go, I've got this idea, she, and she, every time she says, do it, go and do it. You know, That's amazing, isn't that important to have that support oh, as well? it's unbelievable, she always completely trusts every decision I have. That's amazing. Every time. She'd never, I don't think she once has said, that's not a good idea, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't go for that. She's always just like, yeah, sounds great, do it. 
And, and have you, have you, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because when you do, you you start, I think situations like this, you notice more the people that are supportive. Around. It's not just a question of going, yeah, just do whatever, just brilliant. It's people that really, like you say, trust you and believe in you. And it's the importance of having that around you because actually it, people can be like, oh, are you sure about that? Are you sure you oh, can yeah. do that? And you've got enough of those voices in your own head. You don't need them from coming from other people. <laughs> All the time. You? So many voices you know, in my head. Yeah, I mean, I'm giving a bit away here, but no, but you do, you can, it's, you need to quieten those voices, those internal voices when they're that negative, but you don't need it external as well, do you? Let's face it. I mean, if, if I had a wife that said no to me, like creatively all the time anyway, I wouldn't be with her, would I? So, <laughs> no, I mean, it just wouldn't work. Not. It just wouldn't work. So, I mean, um, I'm, I'm very, very blessed in that way. And, and now my little daughter, Emily, she's starting to, um, realize what I do a little bit yeah. more as well. So she watched um, the Robin Hood Panto. She watches it nearly every day. She oh. loves it. She absolutely loves it. And she knows all the dance routines. She knows some of the words. And when I come on, she, she shouts daddy and gives me a kiss on the screen, you know. Um, and then when I go to do the game show, she's like, daddy, you going to do a game show? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the game show now. She's like, okay, see you later. You know, That's and amazing. Yeah, it's just so cute that she's starting to um, realise that. It's a legacy. It's a legacy that you're building. Well, I, I just hope, yeah, I hope one day when I do, do pass on, um, not <laughs> being negative or down or anything, but, you know, people can look back and say, yeah, he, you know, he, he, he had a good try. He tried, he made, made a few people laugh along the way. And he and he brought some joy to people, you know. And hopefully, um, yeah, I'm remembered for that slightly in in the town. Yeah. With your you, I mean, you and your wife are both in in the industry, as it were. Would you? I mean, if your daughter, when she gets older, would you would you like that if she no. was full of? <laughs> no. No, I'd like her to be an architect, please. Okay. Well, that's that's or, just because you, you'd or, like or a lawyer be. or a lawyer, <laughs> so that I don't have to pay her way all the, for all her life. No, um, she can do whatever she wants to do. Yeah. She can dream whatever she wants to dream and be whatever she wants to be. I, I couldn't care less, to be honest. And I will support her in any way. What would be your advice to someone that's sort of in in this in your industry at the moment, sort of to keep going? Because, like you say, it's been hit very very hard, and you've got a lot of friends that are probably maybe not found the power to keep going or resources because not everyone has been able to what would be your advice to them Tom uh my my advice is just uh, that I believe when we can get to a point where this uh virus this terrible thing that we've all gone through you know um once it's it's at a point where we can start to get back to some kind of normality just to say look Hold on a little bit, you know, just keep holding on. Go and get another job if you need to, you know, and it's, it's, there's no shame in looking for something else for, for now. Yeah. But I do believe uh, we're going to have what's called like the roaring 20s. Me too. Yeah, I absolutely believe that, um, that like after the Spanish uh, flu pandemic, um, uh, in the, you know, back in the 20s as well, um, that ended, I think, uh, 19... Uh, it went 1919, didn't it? Uh, no, 1917 yeah. to 1921, I think it lasted. But um, apparently after that, it just went crazy. Everyone was um, out and about. The fashion was huge. Entertainment, theatre, everything. I think, um, I think people have realised, and, and it's a good thing, and I've said this before to a lot of people, I think people have realised that memories are what you can take with you. You cannot take personal things with you, you know? Mm -hmm. There is no point spending 150000 on a car 
because you, you're not going to take it with you, you know. You're not going to have that many memories in that car, you know. So go and do stuff. Be with family. Go out. Drink. Eat. You know, laugh. Have fun. Yeah. Go on holiday. Go to the theatre, you know. And I think it's just going to be, for, for a couple of years, I think it's going to be absolutely booming. And I think there's going to be so much work in the industry that um, we're all going to be uh, looking at each other saying it was good that we, we held off and and got back to it. So stick 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 at it basically. I think sticking at it is very true and I think yeah. that would be uh, that would give it, it it's encouraging to think that when things get back to that place and they are really great that we'll have gone through this together and we'll really appreciate it. We'll yeah, like... I mean we might have a few years yet to get to yeah. that point. I think it's still yeah. going to be a bit of a bumpy road, you know. Um I don't think we're going to be uh, all sort of uh, dancing in a nightclub for a couple, you know, maybe a year or two um, closely anyway. But I think, um, I think obviously, if, if, a, if the Spanish flu can end after three years, then with the science and the medicine we have now, I think um, we'll be in a good place, you know, hopefully relatively soon um, so that we can get back to some kind of having fun and uh, enjoying life. Because let's face it, a lot of people I talk to, you know, they're, they're existing at the moment, you know, they're not yeah. living. So, um, yeah, and it's been tough on a lot of people. Yeah. So If you could, if you could be your, imagine you, I know you've got a good imagination, Tom. Imagine the 10-year-old you, the 10-year-old Tom. Would he, what would he think of what you're doing now? Do, is this something that's always been in your... Oh, I think he would... Uh, yeah, I think you'd be amazed, I think. <laughs> I think it'd be like, whoa, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> I mean, you know, looking back at a 10-year-old me, when I used to build horror attractions in my bedroom and, uh, and build coconut shies in my garden, you know, or, or water slides and things like that, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that was the start of that sort of thing of trying to entertain people and, um, and bring some joy to people. So I think that's all I ever really wanted to do. And, and if I can... Um, leave that legacy behind of um, people saying, yeah, I did that. I did that. I went and did that. I went and saw that or I played at the skate room or I did that, you know, and uh, we had really good fun. Then I've, I've, I've uh, done my job and I've, and I've done what I was meant to do here on this planet. <laughs> on planet Earth. On Earth, in Earth school. It sounds Which so is... rubbish, doesn't it? But it, it's true, well, it's you true. know. Um, it doesn't sound rubbish at all. Um, totally I'm... true. I'm just happy to do what I do, you know. I'm I'm really happy and um uh yeah, and I'm I'm proud. I'm proud. I think I think I've yeah, I think I've got to that point where I can actually say I'm proud of myself for the amount of things that I've done. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit emotional. I'm feeling a bit emotional, Tom. I feel like I'd need to reach into that screen and give you a, a well, yeah, that's it. We have to elbow touch, don't we? With um with I mean, we'd sort of talked about hard point or tough point, but what about your high point even if we looked at the last year because you would have had lots of high points in your life and career I know and your family and your daughter oh so many highs so many highs everyone <laughs> but what about yeah let's let's do dramatic hands on the forehead but what mm. about in the last year what's what has been a high point of the last year because there must have been come on there must have been oh there, there's been there's been some um there's some there's been some really good good moments you know yeah. um uh like the the, the openings of the escape rooms, um, just being being creative with friends and and that whole sort of panto season thing where we we didn't know we were going to go ahead was yeah. I wasn't that sad to be honest. There's a, there was a part of me that was like, it's a shame people aren't going to see this, but there was another part of me that said, well, you know, I'm inviting all these people in a theatre, you know, um, who are going to be relatively close to each other, and 
I'm putting them at risk a little bit of um, of this it, this terrible virus, you know. And mm. uh, um, so when when the announcement was that we couldn't open, there was a part of me that was a bit relieved because it took the pressure off me in a sense. It it made that decision for me, but it also yeah. meant uh, we could carry on filming the show and also having all my friends around me because I did. I just picked up the phone and said, "Look, guys." This is the situation. You know what we're in. There, you know, I want to still do something at Christmas, but you will have to be behind me, and if you know, and and try and do it on a on a more of a profit share type thing. And they, yeah. they, were, they were just, you know, all these people that have worked for me over the years. Um, just literally, I called them and they said, "Yes, we're in. We're in." You know, and amazing. And that was a that was a highlight. And and having Amanda, my wife, back in the show as well was really nice to have her with me. Um, and just to have all my friends around me. I think that was a real highlight that Christmas because one, it was my first Christmas off, right? I've never had a Christmas <laughs> off ever since I was, I think, about 11. So um, wow. to be able to film the show and then have Christmas Day, Boxing Day off with my girls and and have the rest of that Christmas off. And I mean, we couldn't do anything. We just stayed at home. You couldn't go and do anything. But Christmas-y. even that novelty. <laughs> no, but just that novelty of, of having Boxing Day off and, and, yeah. um, it was great, you know. So that was a highlight. Just being around friends and creative people to get these shows together was was fantastic. And obviously, the escape rooms opening—they're very stressful putting them together. Yeah. Very tiring. And um, but when when people are walking, doing the actual escape rooms, and they're laughing and they're having fun and they're running out the door at the end, saying how much they had a great time. That's that's a great moment as well. So I've had some really really good really good moments. And obviously seeing my little girl grow up and talking and chatting away and every morning I get to see her and she's you know jumps on me and smiles and you know it's, it's that's you know that's all that's what all, it's about that's, that's it that's that's everything really do you don't think need you're... anything else don't need anything else you know get me on a little desert island <laughs> right I'll make a little mud up I'll build one out of some bamboo and some rope get get me on there I'll, I'll you know I'll I'll blow dart a, a boar every night well, and, I, th- uh, I think there'll these... be no troubles. I'll, I'll swim with my little girl every day in the sea, you know. Oh, perfect. wouldn't that be lovely? Wouldn't yeah. that be lovely? I, I isn't there is a um, a TV show, isn't there? I can't remember the name of it, but that might not be a bad thing. But it's a TV show where they're on the desert island. It's the guys that did the, the car one, isn't there? What's that one called? I can see you doing something like that. Going out to what? a desert island. They're literally finding ways to tra- try and escape off the island. It's kind of a... I yeah. I need, I need to watch that. I think you need to watch that. That could be your holiday sort of work project. Oh, do you I'd love think, that. I'd love do, you, that. <laughs> do you think you will spend, because I see you working very hard through this lockdown. Obviously, you've been forced to, to have to take some time out because things have not been able to, but then you've picked up again. And I'm I'm the same as you on that, I'd say. When people have had months off, I haven't really experienced that. But I am thinking about how I can spend more time with my family. Would you say you're doing that as well? For going, I'm constantly, time? constantly yeah. thinking about it. And I feel um, <clears throat> there's a slight guilt as well, you know, um, when you're not around so much, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, as we all know, you've you, you got to, you know, I'm the the person that goes out and tries and, and and brings in brings in the food and whatever yeah. and the bills and pay the pay the mortgage and things like that you know and uh, um, Amanda at the moment has to stay home you know with with a little one because uh, she's not a nursery yet and we don't really want to put her in nursery until uh, this is slightly uh, eased you know yeah absolutely um, you know I you know I don't want really 
I don't want my little little girl to get COVID, really, no. you know, in, in all respect. I don't really. I mean, you know, I know she's, uh, everyone has a good chance of survival, but obviously I don't want her to be ill anyway. I wouldn't want her to get the flu. I wouldn't want her to get a cold. So, I mean, we haven't, we haven't put her in nursery. So, obviously, Amanda's at home and she has been with her for a year and a half. So, she hasn't been able to work. So, yes, I have to go out and do that. But, yes, you know, this is all, like I said, to get to a point where I can go, right, I can get more of a team in now yeah. and uh, I can step back in and have a bit more time. So that, that's what that's what it's all for, really. Well, I, I love it. I'm a big fan of everything that you do, as you know. And always Stop it. I am. You're good fun, Tom, and that's what I'm about. So, uh, But I think it's brilliant and I think it's been really interesting actually for a lot of us to show a bit of vulnerability we've gone deep again today it wasn't meant it wasn't meant to go deep was it listen it's positivity and it's it's sharing your story tom with the world what's that about it's all gone all (laughs) it's all gone oh yeah no it hasn't not at all not at all i think at the end of the day i think it's fantastic what you're doing and i think everyone that's been a part of it has said it's brilliant i can't wait to get on it later i mean I'm. Am I ready for this? How long is it? Six hours. <laughs> How, long? How long is it actually? How long is the show? It's an hour. It's an hour. Is it an hour? Yeah. Is is yeah. it? I mean, do you do you? Can I just ask this just before you sort of before I lose you while I've got you like this recording? Are you are you nicer to people that you know on the game show, or do you pick on them? No, I mean, um, I, I just, you know, just pick on people. I've heard about you in clue cracker rooms. I've heard about some people that have gone in there and had you, had you in the back. Certain members of my team have been in there and, oh, my God, Tom's in there. We need to watch out. So The just, great thing about the Temple Quest one is we have a, a monkey that gives you clues in there, you know. Really? An animatronic monkey. And uh, we have the microphone in the um, tech room, you know. And uh, when I'm on there, I give people a bit of stick for being thick, you know. But, um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, can no, we have a um, monkey tonight, please? I like. Yeah, yeah, you can have a bit of monkey. Yeah, we've got me. I'm a proper <laughs> monkey. Um, a performing monkey, aren't I? Wee! Um, no, listen, right? If you're thick tonight, then you're going to get picked on, basically. You know, what, what can you do? So you've got to be good. You've got to be good. And obviously, if you're good, I'll pick on you anyway, because you're probably showing off. So, I, I mean, whatever so happens. Whatever happens. With, I'm literally, I, I have the mickey taken out of me because I don't even know what county I'm in. So I'm, I'm slightly dreading it, but I'm very excited about seeing this. Well, you'll see me later with all these cue cards that I, I, don't, even, I, I don't even use more. anymore because I know it off by heart. But um, they're I there to keep me, uh, keep me on the right path well thank listen thank you so much for talking to us because honestly you have been a highlight of what has been a pretty low year seeing all the stuff that you've done and all the ways that you've kept us entertained because honestly you've done a phenomenal job and deep or not deep that's the truth so you can you can i know it's just a bit it's just a bit like oh you've done so well you have look listen We've all just survived, right? And that Haven't is we? the main thing. We're not only survived, but trying to try to keep a bit of um, a bit of laughter and joy in our lives, you know. So um, if I've done, done that, that, if I've done that, then I have succeeded in hopefully in in history. When families look back at this, they remember perhaps watching the panto and laughing yeah. as a family and getting up dancing in the living rooms, or they remember doing the game show and rolling around in laughter and having a good time. And if I've done that, then um, then I'm really proud of myself for that because people will remember it for a long, long time. So I think you've done good. that, Tom. I think we can safely say 
You can be proud. Yes. Yes, I hope so. Unless they don't find me funny, then obviously I've really failed. And then you've definitely failed. <laughs> that's well, why I, I build. Can't... That's why I build all this set to, you know. So to... you could just go into your room. And just... Yeah. So they don't. They don't realise how unfunny I am, and they just look at all the glitter Pops. and all the all the lights moving and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing what your next ventures are. I've no doubt about it. That once we get out there into the, uh... no idea. But I can say that we are looking at some other little projects. Uh, I won't say too much, but Can't we'll bring wait. some more. More entertainment to Tunbridge Wells Can't and wait. allow families to have some really good days out. So, good. fingers crossed. I'll, Can't I'll wait. tell you more about it soon. Well, Tom, always a pleasure. Never a chore. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. And I'll I see you on The Game finish. Show Live later on today. <laughs> www.thegameshowlive.co.uk. Book your game, game show now until the 4th of April. That was brilliant. I need to start doing that myself. I feel like we need to end on some music. Have you not got like a button that just presses? And no, I have a uh, I have someone in the tech room. Uh, well, me and Ben, the uh, other guy that we run the escape rooms with, um, he uh, he's a great presenter as well and a comedian as well. Well, like a comic as well. So um, we do it in we do it alternatively. So we play the host and then we go and do the technical side. So we we take it in turns and he's well, very, I think when very you're, funny as well. I, I think I say very funny as well. That sounds yeah, terrible. Know, it? like, I'm oh, really it's, funny. It's ha 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 ha. No, I'm not funny. Look, you either you either laugh or you don't laugh. All right. You are I'm funny, not Tom. everyone's I'll taste. Always laugh at you. What I'm saying is like he's funny as well as like hopefully I just stop, raise Tom. raise a just little stop. bit of laughter. Look, I don't I don't like being that sort of person that says I'm uh, funny not, or I'm great or whatever cuz But I do you know, think when we I'm get back out, when we when we get back out there, I think you should let me come in and do a live recording yes in let's the studio let's doing something well the studio will be probably up until um, or in the clue crackers or in the, or in the goonies yeah, come on, come on into the something. we'll go to the aztec jungle and yes! go in the temple and we can uh, record in there shall we and i'll that take you around that would be so much fun i would love that okay we're going to take this to a whole new interactive podcast video yes, level. Do, it. do it all right well listen thank you tom it's good to see you smiling sir oh yeah no i'm 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 I know. Yeah, I'm in a good place, really. Exactly. I, yeah, Let's absolutely. hope for good things later. We're going to get some good news from Boris. And um, I'll be able to see you, not in this mini screen anymore, I'll be able to actually see you in the flesh. Can't Fingers wait crossed, Dave. Eh? Fingers crossed. All yeah. right. Well, cheers, Tom. Bye. Bye.